Hello and welcome to Acts of Volition Radio Session 4. The previous three sessions are available at actsofvolition.com and my name is Stephen Garrity. I'm your host and the producer and the engineer and the director and the key grip and the caterer and the assistant to the caterer. I'm everything here. And uh, all that production and engineering side is what this session of Axe Volition Radio is all about. In this session, I tried to find music that I thought was particularly well recorded or produced or engineered. Now, I should give a bit of a disclaimer here. <clears throat> I'm going to be using the terms recording and engineering and production interchangeably when uh, just that's just out of my own ignorance. I'm sure they encompass three entirely different complex professions and techniques. But basically what I'm talking about when I use either of those three terms is just the ability to take music from a musician and make it sound good when recorded. So, you know, that can be um, the process that um, someone like Brian Eno or Daniel Lanois did with U2, where they encourage them and they talk to them and so it's very it's almost like a uh, a parental role or a coach um, all the way down to you know the nitty-gritty details of, of recording and microphone placement and um, you know compression techniques and all that nonsense that I have no idea about even though without any of that knowledge thanks to the wonder of computers I am the producer of my own radio show who knew um, also, a few listening notes here. You should listen to this music loud, and I think you should listen to all music loud. It should be comfortable. I'm not one for like totally blaring music until it's uncomfortable and causes permanent hearing damage. Um, but you have to listen to it loud. You, you have to be able to hear the components of the music to really understand it. Uh, I'm not satisfied with music at a level where you can just make out you know the primary rhythm and melody that's not what the song is about that you know that's just the there's more to it than that there's the production there's the background there's the the way all the parts mix together and i've never been comfortable with the idea of music as wallpaper music as a background and i used to be in a crappy high school band and that was a problem for us because the places we would play would be you know bars where music is often background and uh you know ideally for me my dream concert would be like a loud, heavy rock concert at a theater with comfortable seats where you could sit down and enjoy the show. Um, that also might make me an old man, I realize. But, you know, that's how it goes. I'm an old man. I'm Right now I'm wearing a very old man sweater, if you could see me. Uh, one more quick note before we get into the music. A few people have posted uh, replies on the Acts of Volition website that they were... Uh, they discovered some new music and went out and bought some albums, which I think is really great after hearing Acts of Volition Radio. If uh, if you've done that, if you've discovered an artist that you haven't heard before or a song, or if you've gone out to buy something, let us know. Go to the com website and post a reply to the, to the radio show posts and let us know what you found. That way we can stick it to the man when we tell them we're stealing their music, when they tell us we're stealing their music, because really we're promoting them. We're doing their work for them because they're not doing it very well. Well, enough of me. Let's get to the music. Um, the first song I'm going to play today is uh, it's a song called The Garden Song by a band called Sandbox. 
The sandbox was from, I think, New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, here in the east coast of uh, Canada. And they were a great pop rock band. They recorded, I think, two albums. This is from their second, called Murder in the Glee Club. It was released in 1997. And they're no longer together, I, I imagine, because not many people bought their music, which is unfortunate, because it's really fantastic. I, I got to see them live a couple of times, and it was some of the better live shows I've ever seen. Um, the, the song Curious was kind of a hit single for them, one of their bigger singles, and when leading into it, the lead singer told a story about a lost puppy uh, that inspired the song, and it was like the most heart-wrenching wrenching concert experience I've ever had. It was like transcendent, and it was really fantastic. Now, I, I remember I remember being surprised to find out that this album was produced by Steve Albini, which I'm probably mispronouncing because I always mispronounce names because I read more often than I actually say things out loud. Anyway, apologies. But he, he was the engineer for, uh, he, he engineered albums for Nirvana and the Pixies and Nine Inch Nails, and, you know, he's a, you know, pretty well-known engineer, and I'm not sure how he got hooked up with these guys. It was always surprising to me, but um, his influence really showed on the record, because they're a simple, you know, four-piece rock band, and well, maybe they're a five-piece, they're a simple rock band. And the parts, you know, all the instruments come out beautifully. You can just hear everything really distinctly, and it's really nice on this album. Um, on a bit of a side note, Steve Albini, again, pronunciation, apologies, wrote a really interesting criticism of uh, the economics of popular music called uh, The Problem with Music. You can find it if you search for it on Google, but interesting, uh, interesting article. I first heard this song in... Uh, the CIMN radio station, that's the student radio station at UPEI, which, as far as I know, has never actually broadcasted to anyone except for, like, 10 square feet of a parking lot somewhere. Um, I think I've got them nailed with this whole internet thing. But I was in the uh, in the studio there once, and I put on the CD to listen to... Uh, I, you know, it had just come out, and I was listening to it on their studio st uh, monitors, the, the monitor speakers, which I think were quite good, and the vocal introduction on this song really blew me away. So here it is, uh, the first song of session four of Acts of Volition Radio, The Garden Song by Sandbox. Places I've known started laughing, but you. 
That was Sandbox with the Garden Song on Acts of Volition Radio. Now the next song I'm going to play is by another Canadian band, uh, this one from the other side of the country, The Watchmen, uh, another band that I had the pleasure of seeing play a few times. And I'm going to play a song from their album Silent Radar, which was produced by Adam Casper, who also produced the latest Weaker Thans album, which I played on a, um, on a previous uh, Acts of Volition radio session. And he's most well known for um, his production and engineering work with Pearl Jam. Um, how we ended up producing these uh, Canadian bands, I don't know, but uh, he does really, really fantastic work. I think Silent Radar might be one of the better recorded albums that I own. Um, the, the album that followed up Silent Radar, Slow Motion, um, was it was a double disc from the Watchmen, and they did a lot of the recording at home using computers and sending files back and forth, and it was a lot more of a low-budget thing. And it ended up sounding great, but um, they did that as a bit of a reaction to this album, Silent Radar, which was produced, and a lot of money went into it, and, you know, the vocal microphone was a $10,000 microphone, you know, in the best studio they could find. And uh, while there's a lot to be said for, you know, lo-fi, do-it-yourself, there's also a lot to be said for a $10,000 microphone, and you can really hear it on this album. It sounds really great. So turn it up and listen to the beautiful vocal recording on this, and you can hear the pick on the guitar strings, and you can hear the distortion in the tubes and the tube amplifier. It's wonderful. This is Brighter Hell from Silent Radar by The Watchmen. Better and better 
That was The Watchman with Brighter Hell from Silent Radar, produced by Adam Casper on Acts of Volition Radio. This next track is a uh, solo song from David Usher from the band Moist. Um, not actually a huge fan of David Usher's solo material, but I did enjoy Moist. Um, uh, a lot of their stuff was actually really, really beautifully recorded. Some of their, their first album, I think it was just a self-titled album, but the album that had um, the Push and Silver and Believe Me singles on it, it was uh, some really good guitar recording. And the the album that came after that, I think, uh, Creature, um, 
had uh, some really, really nicely recorded stuff. Uh, Disco Days, uh, with that was David Usher doing his falsetto and pulling it off. And uh, the, act- the the album actually had a non-orchestral version of the Gasoline single. The uh, when it was released, the single was released to radio. It had um, you know strings added to it, and the original was actually I thought quite a bit better. And uh, the this, the big single from that Creature album was called Leave It Alone, and uh, the bass introduction to that song is actually really beautifully recorded. But the uh, the, the song I've I've chosen to play here uh, is from one of David Usher's solo albums, and it's called F Train. Um, presumably a song about living in Montreal. But um, the the introduction to the song you'll hear. Uh, first of all, I'm a real sucker for being able to hear you know fingers squeaking against the guitar strings on an acoustic guitar when in a recording it just puts you there in the room but the introduction to the song there's a sort of a false start to the song and they restart again and you can hear some just some quiet banter um, when they're recording and it really puts you in the room and then when the song gets started you really have the feel that you know you can you can, there's a you know tangible guitar player sitting there in front of you and uh, it's really kind of a powerful effect and it's a beautifully recorded song. So here's David Usher with F Train. Just one sec. Lava lamps are good. Traveled on the F train down the people press and crowd They start to fade like footprints worn away Only stopping still I'm waiting Thousand faces look the same Everyone, a thousand different names They come on two by two People fade as people do Came here of my own volition Could be, my decision could be We may still get by We may still get by Wander down on Avenue Way The coffee shops, the sweet cachet Your thoughts and words and laughter gone Never ending stream of what you know so long And long ignored, don't think so hard Just smoke your cigarette Fade off in the blue People fade as people always do Consequence comes crashing in Scars and scrapes and scratches Oh, the memories died so long ago Time is up but still I'm waiting Come here of my own volition Could be, my decision could be We may still get by We may still get by And we may still get by We may still get by We may still get by That was David Usher with F Train, and uh, incidentally, I think it was Byron Wong, one of the hosts of the New Music Show, 
um, playing guitar on that song, but I can't actually confirm that. I, that's just based on uh, seeing him in the video, or at least I think it was him. Um, I'm just noticing now, actually, that almost all the music I'm playing today is Canadian, or has been so far. Don't worry, i got some Americans coming for you. Um, more Canadians, though. The Age of Electric, one of my favorite bands of all time, no longer together. Um, never got to see them live, but I did get to see uh, Todd Kearns, the lead singer, um, do a, uh, a solo performance once here in Charlottetown, and it was really cool. He did an amazing cover of, uh, uh, what was it, Major Tom. And uh, he actually played this song, which is one of my favorite, one of my favorite uh, Age of Electric songs. It's called Enya. Um, no relation to the weird uh, elevator music um, new age group Enya the song Enya by the band Age of Electric uh, this album oddly was produced or some of it was produced by Bob Rock who is most well known for his work with uh, Metallica and uh, he's you know basically the Metallica producer and he, he's done work with a whole load of bands. Like he actually did the, the most recent Our Lady Peace album, the uh, worst Our Lady Peace album ever, I think, because they kicked out the guy with good taste, the guitar player, but anyway. Um, Bob Rock, he also produced um, Veruca Salt, um, Eight Arms to Hold You, which is like a really, really great, a really, really well-recorded album. Actually, if you... Um, this is a great story about uh, Veruca Salt choosing Bob Rock. They... They were, you know, before Eight Arms to Hold You came out, they weren't a, you know, chick metal band. They were a kind of an indie rock, uh, a lo-fi, you know, alt-rock band. And they had, or this was their label, the, the label they were given at least, and they were touring once. And before one of their shows, um, one of the sound men was setting up, and to test out the speakers, he had put in um, a Metallica album, and he was playing, like, Enter Sandman or some, some classic Metallica song. And hearing it on the giant, you know, concert PA system in this in an arena, the um, the Veruca Salt folks, the band, was so blown away by the sound, the you know, the power of it, that they they all agreed that you know we have to get that we have to get that guy to produce our next record, and that's where uh, Eight Arms to Hold You from Veruca Salt came from. Um, but. Uh, actually, so so I was thinking, you know, Bob Rock produced this record. It's a great Canadian record. It sounds really good. But when I went, uh, when I was looking through the uh, you know, the liner notes from this album, they actually didn't produce this particular song. He actually, Bob Rock didn't produce this particular song on the album. Um, but it sounds great regardless. Uh, but the the whole album sounds great, and you can certainly get uh, Bob Rock's influence on it. Uh, this song, um, the reason I chose this one for recording is the guitar, um, the, the guitar work you can hear later on in the, deep into the song, really distinct and really great. Uh, this is Enya by Age of Electric. <laughs> Bloom 
Radio, and I'm Stephen Garrity. I'm going to play a song for you by a band called Poor Old Lou that you've probably never heard of. I'll probably play a few more in the next uh, in the next few Acts of Volition radio sessions. But the band name Poor Old Lou is a uh, it's a quote from the uh, Chronicles of Narnia by by C.S. Lewis. The this song comes from an album I don't know from the mid '90s. I'm not sure what year it came out. Called the album was called Sin, and it's one of the loudest sounding albums that I own, I think. It, and it's not loud as in, you know, I was talking before about Metallica. It's not Metallica loud. It's not, you know, that heavy music. It just sounds loud, you know. It just sounds like your volume is turned up higher than it is. It just has a lot of punch to it. And uh, I've always liked it for that reason. This isn't one of the louder songs on the record, but it does have that raw quality. And a lot of it comes through in the guitar. It's a really raw guitar that, um, and, you know, it really... You can really feel it in your gut, especially, if you, like I said at the beginning, you should be listening to this all very loud. Let's revisit this. Turn it up a little bit. Yeah, up a little bit more. Okay, how's that? Okay, a little bit more. Okay, that's that's better. Um, this might be one of my, you know, in my mysterious and shifting top five all-time favorite songs, but um, the guitar player from Poor Old Lou, his name is Aaron Sprinkle, and he does a lot of production now. Um, and he's doing some really great production work with some young, some new young bands, and he also has some solo work out. Um, and he does the vocals on this song. He wasn't the primary lead singer for the band, so this is a bit of an exception. But turn it up and listen to "Ring True" by Poor Old Lou.
That was Ring True by Poor Old Lou, one of the great bands that you've probably never heard of before, but you'll be hearing more of on future sessions of Acts of Volition Radio. I'm going to play some Hole, and I never actually really liked Hole. I don't know, I just never got it. Um, but this is a, in keeping with the theme of the show, beautifully recorded, beautifully produced track. That's from the, I think the album was called Celebrity Skin. Um, and, you know, it was sort of a project by the band who had been a really, you know, raw, I don't know, try, I don't know, kind of punk raw recording sound and raw guitars. And, uh, you know, Courtney Love's not a particularly good singer, um, in the classical sense, at least. Um, but this album, Celebrity Skin, they tried to, you know, they tried some polish and to make a pop record basically which is you know an interesting experiment and it makes for some interesting tracks coming from a band like this this song i think is the definitely the best on the album i don't think it was a single or if it was it wasn't one of the more popular ones um but definitely the best track on the album from uh, in my opinion this is whole with awful
was Awful. That's the title of the song, by the way, Awful, by Hole on Axe Volition Radio. I think that's a really, really well-recorded and well-produced um, album. The last song I'm going to play for you in this session is by a band called Kush, and uh, I already played in a previous session something by Mike Knott, and Mike Knott is actually doing the, the lead vocals in this track, and he actually does it for the whole album that this track is from. But I don't think he's actually the lead singer of the band. I think it was sort of a one-time thing for this album. Uh, the band, the band uh, Kush, is uh, made up primarily, I think, by former members of the band The Prayer Chain, who you've probably never heard of, but it's a great band. Um, and what I really like about this, uh, this album, in addition to the fact that Mike Knott, who's one of my favorite singers and songwriters, is on it, is um, the recording is very simple, the playing is very simple. You can clearly and distinctly hear all of the instruments as though you were in the room with them. Um, and I don't, that's something I look, that's something I really enjoy when I'm listening to an album. You know, there's something, it's nice when everything meshes together and creates something different. But I enjoy the basics when you can, when you can hear everything. That's how I like my stir fry, and that's how I like my albums. So, I'm going to leave you this week um, with this one more song by Kush. Next week, a bit of a, not week, as, as if I do this every week, never have any deadlines. You can't be late. So in the next session, not the next week, um, the theme I'm looking at is uh, really great guitar songs, and I've got some really cool ones lined up, so I'm looking forward to that one. But I'll leave you with Kush with Heaven Sent. Thanks.
Tell that to your mother 